Hi, welcome back to the WeWoo podcast, where we interview entrepreneurs about their business. I'm your host, Catalina Ruiz, and today we will be talking with Denise Stoman about her job at Viva Argentina. So, Denise, explain me briefly what is your shop about? So, in Viva Argentina, we produce Argentinian-style food and spices, like uh, chimichurri sauce or empanadas, which is a typical meal that we have in South America and Spain. Um, basically, we produce everything um, in our commercial kitchen, and we deliver it to our clients. And how did it all start? Did your family start it before you and you followed the chain? What truly inspired you to do this? So um, here I have to tell something. Uh, We are the first generation of immigrants from Argentina. So even though um, I'm part of my family are uh, entrepreneurs and they're business owners, they are, are in Argentina or in other countries. So, yes, I have a fiber for um, having my own business, but they were doing other things. So in my case, it was a little bit by chance. Uh, My son, at that time, he was four years old and he was sick, so he couldn't go to daycare. I was a full-time mom at home, but um, I was a little bit like trying to uh, figure out what to do rather than taking care of four years old. So my friends, which are mostly um, from here, from Quebec, Quebecois, uh, they were in love with our Argentinian style food. So every time that there were was a party, I was bringing our empanadas or our desserts, um, like. Uh, two cookies with dulce de leche, that is a caramel spread, and um, they were delighted. So they always were asking us to bring this kind of food. So I said, well, I can start like maybe selling to other people. And actually, um, clients were first ringing the door asking uh, to have some of our products. So after that, one of my friends, did a business card, and one thing uh, brought to another. So a second friend told me, well, you should go to um, the government and present your business model. And I did it, and they accepted. I had some grants there, and following month, I was uh, wanting one of the awards that it was Concurrovacion, and then um, we were also in some newspapers and magazines. So, um, yes, I started, um, but without saying I want to be a businesswoman. Uh, tell me, what does your store bring to the community? So, Viva Argentina, it's um, really into the community. Uh, we believe that our community and our people are really important and we support each other as we believe also that buying locally is really important for the community too. So for example, in period where it wasn't COVID um, ex- uh, 
period, we were doing uh, volunteer or we were doing donations of our products in different um, parties or schools. Um, so for example, if they needed something for um, like a lunch or some gifts, we were um, donating things. For example, for Borchette, uh, they have every year uh, fundraising and for since my kids are in Bouchette, we were donating boxes of chimichurri sauce. How do you distinguish yourself from similar businesses? We have to say that Viva Argentina has something that is really um, unique. It's, uh, first of all, was the first online store of all Canada selling um, Argentinian-style products and food. Also, and I think that it's one of the most important, is all our products are all natural, without colorants, without sugar added, without preservatives. So they are 100% natural and they are 100% traditional Argentinian style. What type of people do you target? I have to admit that um, this question, it was uh, several months of working and trying to define our um, clients. Because if you have a business, you cannot say, oh, we sell to everybody. It's when you think that you sell to everybody, finally you sell to nobody. So you really have to have your target. Uh, for Viva Argentina, we have two different groups. So one is people that are from Argentina and they're having like homesick. And the other group that is really important is people who love traveling, who loves tango, um, who loves uh, having new experiences and trying new things. So usually this is like from 28 years old to 60 years old people. So that's our target. So tell me, how do you keep in contact with your clients? Um, in this case, Viva Argentina is really present um, in one part in our community. So in this case, we have um, real relationship and strong relationship with our clients and our community. Also with social medias, and we have to adapt because we have been in business for 10 years. So social medias were changing also. Emails are really useful. Um, and, and also, for example, as we were in newspapers and in TV shows and in festivals, farmer markets. So these are all different kinds of marketing, publicity, and staying in contact with our clients and, uh, and with our potential clients. If I were to be a new client, how could I find out about you and how do you give your clients your products? So here uh, we have to divide it into two because Viva Argentina has two kind of clients. One is the one who goes to our website, uh, vivargentina.ca, and they buy directly from uh, the website and we deliver it usually by Canada Post or by car or somebody who does the delivery. But also, 
um, we are working with distributors. So the distributor also is our client, which sells it to point of sales, like grocery stores or specialist stores. So they are like the second line of clients. And then we have the final client, who is the person who goes to the store and buys the product. So also in our labels, we have our uh, contact and they can go again to our website and uh, be in contact with us or asking questions or asking for more products. So these are the different kind of um, clients and ways that we can have new products and how we do the delivery. What do you try and do to accomplish to get what you want to bring to the community? One thing that we want to bring to our community is the um, Argentinian experience. So it's not only selling um, our food, our sauce, our spices, our dessert, but it's more also of bringing them the Argentinian style experience. The music, tango, it's really important for the Argentinian community. Our language, which is Spanish, and um, we always have, well, our kind of music, tango, but also we usually have, if we have a boost in our community, selling our products or doing our promotion, it's, um, we represent also Argentina. So we always have information about our country and um, books, geography, story. So it's like doing a bridge between this lovely country, Canada, who opened us the doors to us immigrants from Argentina. So bringing the best of the two cultures together. Do you have any partners that work with you? Because from what you've told me, all of that must be very draining. It depends on the period and it depends also in the cycle of the business. Um, at the beginning of the business, we were doing a lot of um, festivals and farming markets because it was the way of um, doing education to the clients and potential clients of what the product was about. So yes, there were periods where we were doing festivals and farming markets at the same time. So um, teenagers in that case was excellent um, because they can speak two or three languages, they want their money, um, and they are good with people. So um, in that part, yes, we usually we have um, teenagers working with us. Also, um, it depends on the period of the production. Uh, now we have one person who is working with us too. And I have um, two lovely son and daughter works also and help us, which I believe that is really important for the community. I believe that it's important for the teamwork. You need to be able to go on with your job. Uh, in that case, we need a plan with objectives and then decided um, which products are we doing most, which is the one who um, gave us more profit which is the one that we can do faster, which is the one that we can do it with uh, more 
machines, label machines or, or jar fillings or different machines. So a business in that case is like a plane. You know where you want to go. That's your destination, which it could be at the end of the month, at the end of the year. But also as a plane, you have to always be adjusting. So an excellent example that we have is COVID that um, we really had to adjust there because um, we were having problems with supplies. And how do you manage to get more profits? Well, actually profit is the most important part of the business because if not, it's a hobby that you are doing. So or you're having profits or you are losing money. You don't have there a neutral point. So in order to have profit, um, what is really important is reducing your cost, that, that it's, for example, maximizing time, uh, knowing which marketing campaign to do in each time. For example, now we have Father's Day. So our to-to results is excellent for Father's Day to give it as a present. And also uh, for the end of the year, for uh, teachers, bus drivers, coaches. So those, for example, are two campaigns that they are excellent to do. So in that case, we maximize and uh, the time and the period of the year. What are very essential qualities that you think are important as the business owner? I think that um, if you want to be a business owner, it's a matter of what type of life you want to have. Um, it's completely different to uh, other kind of jobs where you have to go every day and to have your schedule and to know when, when you're going to have your paycheck and it's always the same. Being a business owner is you know nothing. You, you don't know how much you're going to sell. Um, so it's a challenge every day of saying, okay, um, if I'm not making money, I'm losing money. So what I'm going to do today in order to sell? Um, which are, what are other markets that I can go? So it's a matter of um, the quality of life that you want to have, the style of life, I mean. Um, in my case, the freedom that I have is very less. I can manage my life as a mother um, with my own schedules. I can manage my own agenda. I can have my vacations whenever I want. So in that case, for me, it's priceless. This is what I like, and this is what is best for me. It hit us all like a truck, but what happened to your job, and how did you adapt? COVID was like a mystery because we didn't know that this was going to happen. So again, it was dealing with uh, uncertainty. It's the same as having a, a business of your own. Uh, it's this kind of unknown of what's going to happen next day. So in our case, um, on one hand, restaurants were closed, so people wanted to and needed to do new recipes at home to experience new flavors and products to bring a little bit of life to uh, their home place. So in that size, it was excellent because people were 
more open to try new things. But on the other hand, um, we were having um, huge problems with our supplies. For example, our jars comes from the States and um, it was one week that the containers were stuck in Montreal or the, the, the containers were stuck in the other part of the world and they were coming through Canada. So we were not having our jars. So it was one week of not having any jars in order to sell. Going uh, three weeks after that, with having two pallets of jars and so putting a lot of money in front. So I will say that COVID was and it still is a surprising period. And lastly, if you were to tell the class of 407 a tip, what would you say? I will say that in this country, in Canada, because each country being a business owner is completely different. So in this country, I will say that it is more important to have credit rather than having cash. So you have to know your credit number. Um, you have to work on that. You have to know your clients because the more that you know your clients, the easiest that it is to sell them and to know what they need. Another thing that it's really, really important in order to have your own business and to live from that, it's uh, to know your numbers, to know how to do profit and to have always um, different kinds of source of income. So for example, if you have COVID because, and, and you have to close one part of the business, you can have um, another part of the business that it is still producing and um, giving you uh, an income. So the most important is to have different sources of income and to know your credit and work your credit and know your clients. That is the most important for me. Well, thank you so much, Denise. Thank you for your time. It was my pleasure.